this day and say, you know, the Bible says in Psalm 24, verses 1, 9, and 10, that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Why don't you stand with us this morning, those of you who are in person, and let us sing a praise song. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. someone say uh, earlier this morning, and I think it was the Holy Spirit, said, I'm going to send a reminder that God is love, and God is good all the time. God is love. Let us pray. 
our Father and our God. We thank you this morning for the blessings that thou hast bestowed upon us. And it's in the name of Jesus that we come into thy house. Hands lifted, bent knee and open hearts. Lord, we come in bringing our burdens, which you have told us in your word that we can bring them, but we should leave them. So, Lord, as we come in this morning, we just want to say thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. And most of all, thank you for your son, Jesus, who paid that price on Calvary. Because it was on Calvary that I found myself returning to you. And as we do traffic up the King's Highway, let us be reminded that there's a Holy Spirit, a comforter that can stand up in you. Be not ashamed, for he might turn around and be ashamed of you. So, Lord, as we come this morning, we ask a special blessing upon this worship experience. Free our minds, open our hearts, and allow us to praise you like we've never praised you before. Because we're living in a time of a lot of trials and tribulations, but help us to be reminded not to be discouraged because the victory is already won. And Lord, as we come this morning, we're going to ask you to put your arms of protection around our pastor. Give him that strength. Give him that Holy Spirit. Allow him to stand up in him. Preach the word and preach it unadulterated. Lord, we ask that you bless the families that are represented here today. Bless those that are on their way, and bless those that are on live stream. For, Lord, we appreciate each and every one. And in this new season, we want to do a new thing. We want to know that you are love. And if we get close to breaking, you're going to show up. So, Lord, we just ask in this multitude and this worship Bless us now so that we might be a blessing unto you. It's in the precious name of our Lord and Savior that we do so. Amen. Amen. All right. Let us remain standing for our responsive reading this morning. shall be scattered every man to his own and shall leave me alone and yet I am not alone because the father is with me peace I leave with you my peace I give unto you not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinance, for to make in himself a plan, one 
new man, so making peace. And came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things altogether. seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Thus ends the reading of the word for God's people.
on, let's give the Lord some praise. We shall live in peace someday. Wouldn't it be nice if, now the word says someday. Wouldn't it be nice if we would just be loving and kind to one another, even right now? Amen. We are certainly excited uh, for each and every one of you who are here with us this morning. We're going to have our official welcome this morning by Deacon Mike Shannon. Amen. Let's welcome Deacon Mike as he comes. Good morning, family. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. We've said it many times, he's good all the time. He's good enough to allow us to see a new year. He's also good enough to usher us in sunshine for this day. I'm, I'm often thinking about um, being in Buffalo. And we could have that weather, but instead, he gave us uh, sunshine. I'm thankful for that. Sister Van uh, <clears throat> kind of uh, caught me off guard this morning when she asked me to do this um, at the last minute. But as Brother Robin says, when God calls on you, you got to go. You know, you, you, you can't, can't um, you got to respond. Do we have any um, first-time visitors here today? If so, please stand. Okay. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to put you on the spot. Just ask you to give your name, uh, where you're from, where you're visiting from, or whatever. And uh, if you choose to have a different, uh, say a different word for the Lord, feel free. Okay, we'll start here. Welcome. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Amen. Amen. Welcome. Are there any others? Did we miss anyone? Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, to all of you, we welcome you. You're welcome here. And we have our own saying here that we we say this to you. Uh, The first time you're here, you're a visitor. The second time, you are part of our family, all right? And someone I think I heard say the third time we put you to work. <laughs> so, but enjoy, we hope you enjoy the service. Amen, amen. Again, we want to welcome those who are visiting here for the very first time. We are excited and we are happy. We are glad that you are here, amen. Uh, Sister Miracle over there. I attended the banquet uh, last night for Pastor Paul's uh, wife, Sister Pastor uh, Pastor Jackie, 
Sister Miracle over there was worshiping and, and, and singing. And I want to tell you, Carlton sang. Amen. So I know that you want to sing uh, with us for today. So we're certainly grateful for that. You know, as we're into this brand new year in 2024, our new church theme for 2024 is sharing God's love. Amen. That's going to be our theme for this entire year. And I'm going to be asking all of us, each of us, to share God's love. Wouldn't the world be a much better place, amen, if we would begin to share God's love, amen. Now, on tomorrow here at the church at 10 a.m., we have a number of organizations that will be uh, in here for our MLK uh, Day service. (coughs) It's actually a day of service. Uh, So if you're available and you'd like to join us, that will be 10 a.m. tomorrow here at the church. And we have a number of different organizations uh, that will be here uh, that will be making this a day on and not a day off. So if you would like to come in and participate and to help, we certainly would love to have you join with us. Also, want to remind us that this coming Wednesday is our feeding ministry uh, outreach to the Chosen 300 Ministries. Uh, down in Philadelphia Uh, at this time, you know, due to COVID, we are not physically going down. We are sending, however, food uh, down, and we've been doing that uh, for a while now uh, during the pandemic uh, period of time. Uh, We're hoping that in uh, May that we'll get our group back together and that we'll physically be able to go down. I pray all will be well enough for us to uh, go down to do so. Uh, But this coming Wednesday is our feeding ministry there. Uh, and we could use uh, a few people who help with the cooking. Amen. I know we have a couple who are down and not feeling real well. So if you're uh, available, interested in helping out, uh, if you want to come to the church on Wednesday at um, 9 a.m., uh, they will be uh, doing some cooking and preparation to feed those who are in need, those who are hungry. Uh, also, when we have our offering, if you would like to be a blessing, to our missions uh, board and being able to help with our feeding ministry, please just put a little extra in. We greatly would appreciate it. Amen. Uh, also, we have a lot of things going on in the month of February. Um, our Christ and Cultural Humility Ministry is sponsoring a lunch and learn that is going to take place here in our fellowship hall, and that is going to be on Sunday, February. Uh, no, it's Saturday. February the 10th, Saturday, February 10th, in our fellowship hall. Uh, We have a number of uh, presenters who are going to be here at the church. Our own Backlinks boys are going to be singing, and uh, they have a prepared lunch. This is actually a fundraiser to help the African American Museum uh, in Bucks County, uh, who is uh, putting together uh, a special program in a building uh, where there are going to be artifacts there. Matter of fact, on this luncheon, there are going to be some artifacts there that, um, you know, from slavery times. And so uh, we want you to join us. It is a fundraiser to benefit the African-American Museum of Bucks County. So please put that on your calendar Saturday, February the 10th. And then all next month as we celebrate Black History Month, we have special presentations here at the church each Sunday. Uh, We have some of our members uh, from Second Baptist Church are going to be giving some presentations. We have a youth presentation that is going to take place. Uh, And then on the last Sunday, we have uh, the executive director of the Peace Center in Bucks County, Danny Thomas, who will be here to give us a special presentation. 
after service on that day is we're going to have a big soul food celebration dinner in our fellowship hall. We usually have that Sunday is always very well attended. Amen. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to that. Uh, the ladies are organizing that aspect for us. And so we are excited and please put that on your calendar. Uh, also on Wednesday, February the 14th, which is Valentine's Day. I know it says Tuesday up there, but we're going to need to have them change that uh, on, on our e-blast there. That is Wednesday, February the 14th. Our married couples ministry is sponsoring uh, a Valentine's banquet. Uh, it's for those who are married, couples, those who are dating. And matter of fact, it's for anybody. Amen. So we invite and encourage you to join us. We have an elegant affair that we're going to have in our fellowship hall. Uh, the cost is $60 per couple or $30 per single. It is a catered meal. Uh, it will just be dressed up in there. If you've ever come to our Valentine banquet, you know it's an awesome event to attend. So please make sure that you put that on your calendar. And then for those who are members of Second Baptist Church of Doylestown, I need you to stay shortly after church. We need your help taking out all of these beautiful decorations for Christmas. Amen. So you do say, it says, take down decorations with me. Now, my job is to supervise, you know, <laughs> on there. But we just uh, pray that you all will please stay after those who are members of Second Baptist. And so we'll get Christmas down. Amen. So we appreciate you doing that with us. Amen. It's a time that we uh, set aside in our church uh, just to get back to the Lord. I hope we realize that everything we have, everything belongs to the Lord. And so uh, since the pandemic, we've changed the way how we do our giving. For those of you who are in person, we have an offertory box that is located at the back of the church. So before you leave today, just make sure that you put your tithes and your offerings in the box uh, in the back of the church. For those of you who are watching my live stream today, just click on the Tobley button there on the website and you can submit your tithes and offerings there or you can submit it in by mail. Amen. So we know that um, everything we have, it all belongs to God. And so let's give to the Lord in the way that he has blessed us. Also remember for our missions as we feed those who are hungry, those who are less fortunate than ourselves. Amen. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the spirit of giving. We ask God that you would speak to our hearts, Lord, that when the service is over, that tithes and offerings that will be given, Lord God, that we just ask that we would give it from the resources and the depths of our hearts, realizing, Lord God, if it had not been for you, where would we be? And so, Lord, help us to be cheerful givers. We ask, God, that you bless those who give and bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so we just rejoice, Lord God, knowing that you supply all of our needs. For we ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. On last Sunday, we had some pretty bad weather. And, you know, we had had the uh, church parking lot plowed and, and all. We had a good group that came out. I thank God for you for taking the time and coming out on last Sunday with the weather being as bad as it was. Uh, normally on the first Sunday, we install our uh, officers for the year. Uh, since many were missing on last Sunday, we decided to do our installation of officers for today. I want to ask Sister Van Winters if she would come at this time and as 
uh, she reads your name and the officers, if you would please just come forward at this time and stand here in front. Four, 24 minutes with officers. All right. The ministerial staff, Reverend Dr. Robert E. Hamlin, Sr., Associate Minister, Reverend David Jackson, Associate Minister, Reverend Don Toller. The official staff, Church Treasurer, Sean Barrera, Church Clerk, Dolores Harley, Church Secretary, Van Winters. Church Ministers, Christian Education Director, Reverend John Toller, Deacons Chairman, Booker Farrier, Vice Chairman, Eric Smith, Treasurer, Michael Shannon, Deaconess Co-Chairperson, Nicole Farrier and Brenda Hamlin, Secretary, Irma Shannon, and Chaplain, Michelle Brisbane. Trustee Chairperson, Lavinia Thompson. Vice Chairperson, Tressa Holly. Secretary, Danielle Piku. And Chaplain, Raymond Parker. Children's and Teen Church Director, Joan Toller. Assistant Director, Children and Teen Church, Nicole Farrier. Audiovisual Ministry, Eric Smith. Backbench Boys President, Ash, Ashby Brisbane. Vice President, James Mitchell. Secretary Treasurer, Edward Sharp. Christ and Cultural Humility Ministry, Joan Toller. Cleaning Ministry, Wayne Evans. Couples Ministry, Pastor Robert and Sister Brenda Hamlin. Event Manager, Ambler Thompson. Garden Ministry, Linda Gunderson. Breeders Ministry, Adrian Williams. Liturgical Dance Ministry, Richarda Dinkins. Men's Ministry, Co-Chairpersons, Reverend David Jackson and Reverend John Toller, Mission Ministry President Jackie Kettle, Secretary Carolyn Carr, Treasurer Michelle Brisbane, and Chaplain Reverend John Toller, Pastor's Aid Ministry President Tressa Harley, Vice President Michelle Brisbane, and Chaplain Ronnie Brown. Physical Care Ministry President Tisha McLaren, Vice President Michelle Lewis, Secretary Nicole Farrier, Treasurer Lavinia Thompson, and Chaplain Jackie Kettle. Prison Ministry Eric Smith, Safety Team Ministry Leader Lonnie McMillan, Sanctuary Choir President Elaine Johnson, Vice President Brenda Hamlin, Secretary Zanisha Prentice, and Chaplain Antoinette Roebuck. Scholarship Ministry President Stacy Marshall, 
Vice President Reverend John Toller, Secretary Clara Parker, Treasurer Sherry Orr, and Chaplain Ronnie Brown. Temple Walkers, Jackie Kettle, Ushers, President Leslie Hawks, Vice President Lavinia Thompson, Treasurer Alice Tyler, Head Usher Bob Harris, Women's Ministry President Joan Toller, Vice President Lavinia Thompson, Secretary Danielle Pifu, Treasurer Jackie Kettle, and Chaplain Brenda Hamlin. Worship Warrior Ministry, Robin Busby, Young at Heart Ministry, Jackie Kettle and Pastor Hamlin, and Youth Ministry, Danielle Limbaugh. Amen. Let the church say amen. amen. <clears throat> I want to ask for those of you who are standing, if you would turn and face me at this time for our installation of our church officers. You know, there are many ways of sharing. There are many ways, uh, but God's Spirit gives each one. There are different ways of caring. It's one Lord whose work is done. God whose gifts are overflowing, may we hear you when you call. Keep us serving. Keep us growing for the common good for all. To our ministry leaders, you have been called by God and chosen by the people of God for leadership here at Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. And this ministry is a blessing, and it's a ministry that's very serious that you have. It recognizes your special gifts and calls you to work among us and for us. And so in love, we thank you for accepting your obligation and challenge you to offer your best of your service to the Lord to this people, and to the ministry in this world. We ask that you would live a life in Christ and make him known in your witness and your work. So I ask you this question, do you this day acknowledge yourself a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ? Please answer, I do. Mm-hmm. Will you devote yourself to the service of God in the world? Please answer, I will. Will you so live that you enable this church to be a people of love and peace? Please answer, I will. Will you do all in your power to be responsible to the task for which you have been chosen? Please answer, I will. Amen. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Almighty God, we ask, Father, that you would pour out your blessings upon these, your servants, who have been given particular ministries in your church. Grant them grace to give themselves wholeheartedly in your service. Keep before them the example of our Lord, who did not think first of himself, but gave himself for us all. Let them share his ministry and consecration, and that they may enter into his joy. Lord, guide them in their work, reward their faithfulness with the knowledge that through them your purposes are accomplished. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, let us all say, Amen. 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 We want to thank each and every one of you for your willingness to serve, Amen, and for the commitment that you have made. And we are just praying God's blessings on this new year of 2024, Amen. Let's thank those who have come forward to serve as ministry leaders. God bless you, Amen. God bless you.
going to turn the service over to Pastor Paul, amen, as he brings forth the music in a, in a way that only Pastor Paul can, amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, let's put our hands together for Jesus. Great is the Lord, and he is greatly to be praised. Got notification early on today that Robert Walker couldn't make it, and so I reached out back home to my daughter-in-law, who's visiting from Indianapolis, Indiana, and they rushed and got their stuff together to come and be a blessing, and so we asked her to come in the name of Jesus. This is Miracle Brain. Thank you all for having me. So happy to be here. It's always an honor to be able to worship. And so we're just going to give God praise on this morning. This is my season for grace, for favor. This is my season to reap what I
Last night, I don't know <clears throat> if I was dreaming or thinking, but I kept thinking about how I came to Christ. And I said, if all this has happened in my life, and the voice said, but I'm still there. So I thought about something else, and he said, I'm still there. And then the scripture came, I will never leave you or forsake you, but I will be with you for always. And I said, man, why am I worried about it? God's got it. He's still there. No matter what happened, he said, I'm still here. I'm still here. And so I just want to say this morning, 
If you would join me in prayer, I thank God for the opportunity that has been presented to me in my lifetime and even today. Father, we come before you as an empty vessel, before a full, full fountain. Thanking you, O Lord God, for one more chance, one more day to come and to lift up your name in praise, in songs, and in prayer. Lord, if it had not been for you, where would I be? Because of you, Lord God, where could I go? I come to the rock, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the one who gave it all for us, the one who said that all that you have given me, Father, can't no man pluck or take them out of my hand. I stand here this morning, Father God, because you asked me to come and do this. I thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity for our pastor, Dr. Hammond and his family, for the church members, for the sisters and brothers that are visiting, for my friend Marcel, who works with me. Lord, I thank you. I learn every day, Father God, no matter how old you get, you can still learn. For Jesus said, I am with you, and I will be with you. If you would just trust and believe that I am there, that I can do what I say I would do. Lord, I know that those that did not wake up this morning, there are those that are, has gone on. But I pray, Father God, that you touch their families. Those that are sick, I thank you, Lord, for touching them. I thank you, Lord, even for yesterday, you, you allowed me to go through the little crash and I tried to stay home this morning, but the Lord said, no, you're not, you're going. So I thank you for that, Father God. I just ask you, God, now that you will bless the message today, that you will give us ears to hear the word of God, that you will give Pastor Hammond the word to preach. A group named Heaven Bond say, preach the word. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Pastor Hammond. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.
at you, but he's come through so many times for me. Thank you, God. He keeps every single promise. Sometimes you have to wait on his promises, but I promise that he is a promise keeper. He is a man of his word. Hallelujah. You can trust and believe in him. For every single thing that is in his will, you will make come to pass. God, we thank you. God, we praise you. God, we exalt you. God, we lift your name for who you are. You are there forever. We've seen you do it before, and we know that you'll do it again. We've seen you do it for you, so we know that you'll do it for us. God, we believe we trust in you, our Redeemer, everything that we could ever fathom, God. We know that you can do it, Lord. We believe and we trust you in our darkest moments, God. You bring us into your light, God. We thank you, God, for always being there for us. I don't know who needs to hear it this morning. Hallelujah. But he is a way maker. No matter how low you get, no matter how deep you go, he is right there with you. And he is going to pull you out. He is not going to leave you. And he will never forsake you. Oh, God, we thank you for being a miracle worker and a way maker. He'll move everything out of the way just for you. Because he loves you and he cares for you. He will remove all the mountains, all the seas. Hallelujah, just for you. One more time. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is. Come on, sing it to yourself. Sing it to your situation. Hallelujah. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is. not going to stop the praise now. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. I heard Sister Miracle sing on last week with a bad microphone. Amen. And I could tell even then, I said, Lord have mercy if she gets a, a good microphone. But I didn't know it was all of that. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Hey. God has done a miracle in your life. She is a miracle. God has blessed her. Matter of fact, I'm not, I may not let her go back to Indianapolis. <laughs> Amen. Somebody hold the door. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Sister Miracle. God bless you. Thank you. You blessed our hearts and our spirit this morning and to the depths of our souls. Praise the Lord. You know, I uh, often tease Pastor Paul, and we want to thank Pastor Paul.
Brother Chris, amen, and the music. I teased Pastor Paul that uh, his family, that is the singingest family I've ever seen in my life. I'm talking about the, the Winans family, any other family. They don't have nothing on Pastor Paul's family. They all, in our main, either singing or playing or ministering, amen. And so we just want to say thank you. Let's show our appreciation, amen. What a mighty God that we serve. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for what our eyes have seen. We thank you, Father God, for what our ears have heard. But, Lord, we need to hear a word from you. Lord, in these troubling times in which we live, Lord, we truly need to hear a word from you. Lord, with all of the discord and turmoil that is going on around the world. Lord, it's, it's something that you said would be. Lord, your prophetic voice is just ringing in these times in which we live. But Father God, we know that you are still in control of all things. So no matter what may come, God, we know that all will be well. And so we turn it over to you right now, God, to have your way. Father, if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally, and the pardoning of their sins. We pray, God, that upon your word coming forth, someone would cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, we're going to give the Lord some praise in here today. Amen. What a mighty God that we serve. Sister Miracle was pulling something out of those mics, amen, and as a matter of fact, they may need a tune-up <laughs> after this morning, but just thank you. Listen, anybody just come this morning and give God praise, amen, just to say thank you, Lord, for all of your blessings, amen. You know, in churches and synagogues and mosques and schools and in our houses of government and our community centers and our union halls. The people of our nation are going to gather tomorrow to honor, once again, the legacy of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. You know, Dr. King was not just a civil rights leader, though that would have been enough if that's all it was. But he was a Christian minister who called us to build up the kingdom of God, leading a nonviolent revolution of social change word shaped history and our times. Walls of hatred couldn't withstand the gospel message that he preached for us. And I believe that if Dr. King was alive today, there's no doubt in my mind that he would stand against hatred and racism and inequality of our day. But Dr. King, even in times like this, would still have a message of good news, amen, that the Lord is still here and that the Lord is still active in each and every one of our lives. And it's a message of good news through the peace of God. That's really what I want to share with you this morning. If you listen to our responsive reading this morning, our responsive reading was focused on peace. But that reading is not the only reading in the Bible that speaks of peace. 
you be so kind to stand with me this morning for the reading of God's word found in the book of Isaiah, in the 26th chapter, verses 1 through 4. There is a story there about the peace of God, the peace of God that we all seek and have in our lives. And listen, if you will, to the reading of God's word. For the word of God says that in that day shall this song be sung in the land of We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and borders. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation will keep the truth, may enter in. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting truth. I want to lift that third verse of that text. Amen. For it says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Amen. I want to preach on this subject this morning, God's perfect peace. God's you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Anybody here this morning need God's perfect peace in your life? Amen, I do. Amen, somebody. We need God's perfect peace. You know, if I were to ask you today if you believe in God, you would probably say yes. You know, of course that I do. And if I were to ask you, do you really know God? And you might respond, I do, but I wish that I could know him even better. But if I were to ask, do you have a deep, consistent, abiding sense of peace in your life right now? And I would suspect that most of us would probably say, no, I don't. Amen. It's interesting that in the Old Testament, the meanings for the words peace and salvation are nearly synonymous. Yet many of us who claim that we're saved, don't experience that sense of peace in our lives daily, amen. So many of us share a longing for lasting peace, but we're unsure as to where to find it, amen, or how do we get lasting peace. Can I ask you this morning, is anybody really interested in having God's perfect peace in your life? Amen, somebody? I'm talking about a peace that lasts in the midst of conflict, a peace that holds together when your world falls apart. But how many of you know that there's only one source of that kind of consistent peace? And y'all know the answer to this. That source is God. Amen, somebody? You see, throughout the Bible, it distinguishes God's true peace from temporary and transitory peace. Because Jesus carefully distinguished his peace from the world's peace. I remember the Apostle Paul, he talked about a peace that surpasses all understanding. And Peter offered a multiplied peace to the early Christians in his writings. And I believe that it's the same case for us today, that God's divine peace is different than man's peace. You see, the Bible is clear that we can't make peace, church, 
on our own. Amen? We can't do it on our own. But guess what? But we can receive it. Amen, somebody. Can, can I tell you all this morning about God's peace? Because God's peace is excellent. God's peace is the greatest. God's peace is matchless. God's peace is supreme. God's peace is unparalleled. God's peace is unrivaled. God's peace is unsurpassed. And so it's important that we understand the superlative nature of God's peace. You see, the peace of God comes from his unrivaled authority. Can nobody match God? Amen. He's the creator. He's the sustainer. He's the redeemer of the universe. Amen. He's omniscient, knowing all from the beginning to end. He's omnipotent. He's all-powerful, dependent on nothing and no one else. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere and yet present at those who allow him into their lives. You see, there's unity of purpose in the peace of God. The oneness shaped by the persons of the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There's no discord or no dis disagreement between them, only mutual glorification. And we're here today to lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And to say, thank you, God, for all of your blessings. I heard Deacon Brisbane say he thanked God that he woke him up this morning, realizing that somebody didn't wake up this morning. We ought to thank God this morning because we have a God, and beside him there's another. Is anybody glad today that we have that type of Savior? Amen. You see, for us, church, it means accepting the complete control of the one who's in control. Amen. I think we get it twisted, Brother Jackson, in this time that we live. We deal with folk every day who think that they're in control, that they're in charge, that they're running everything. Amen. Y'all like to say, running everything up in here. But the reality is, we're not in control. Tell somebody, tell them, you're not in control. You may think you are, but you're not in control. Amen. Listen to me. There's no real peace, church, without a firm conviction of the sovereignty of God. Amen, somebody. And so the question this morning, church, is how do we fill our lives with this superlative peace? How do we fill our lives with this magnificent peace of God and the peace he shared with the Son and the Holy Spirit? Amen. In the 26th chapter of Isaiah, it gives us the answer if you look at it. It was written originally as a song for the people of Israel to sing both in repentance and in their return to the Lord. And its implications and its application is tailor-made for us today. Amen. You see, the people of Judah and especially Jerusalem, they had abandoned the way of faith in God and in their dependence on foreign powers and strength for self-reliance, it sounds just like today. Instead of nations focusing on God and depending on God, they're looking around for somebody else to bail them out. Amen. And it wasn't until they understood that they could return to the Lord, who is the only source of peace in a time of turmoil, 
and they realize that they can sing of his majesty and his might, his glory and his goodness, his power and his providence. Amen. If you look at the third and fourth verses of Isaiah's psalm, it, it commands attention, not just because they're familiar, but because they give the answers, church, to lasting peace. Listen to what the word says. The word says that thou wilt keep him and what? And perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. And trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah Church is everlasting strength. Amen. Word says you, meaning you God, will keep him in perfect peace. And when we hear that and when we think about Isaiah's talking about, he's talking about the quality of peace that God's offer. Amen. And, and we're thinking about perfect peace as being somewhere near lake all tranquil and nice or, or being able to agree with other folks and folk not getting on your nerves and all of that. But what that, that, that really just touches the outskirts, amen, of what Isaiah meant. Because the word perfect isn't in the Hebrew text, amen. Rather, the Hebrew word for peace is shalom, amen. And when you look at it, it actually is shalom, shalom, meaning holy, like you, we would say holy, holy, amen. So listen to me. The first step to this kind of peace, according to Isaiah, is that we stay our minds on God. Amen? Word says you will keep him, and somebody say shalom. You will keep him in shalom, shalom, or peace, peace, whose mind is stayed on you. Amen? Now watch this. God's peace is given to those whose minds are intentionally riveted on God. That's where God is going to give you the peace, amen? And so we got to keep our minds stayed on God, amen? You know what? Because God, he stays on, 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 he stays our minds on him. And so listen to me. When we start out our day in the morning, we need to say, Lord, I belong to you. When you start out your day, we ought to say, Lord, I have been called out of this world to glorify you, to experience your love and forgiveness. And to know your peace in spite of what's going on around me. Amen, somebody. When we start the day, we need to say, Lord, I asked you for what you are more ready to give me than I'm willing to receive. Amen. We ought to be saying in the morning, Lord, stay with me. Stay me on yourself, God. God, just interrupt me if you have to. Stop me, God. And just permeate my thoughts with you. Call me back to you, God, and keep me stayed on you. Amen, somebody? And church, if you ask him to do it, guess what? He'll do it. Amen, somebody? When I think about that, isn't that a great assurance? That if you ask God to stay with you and for you to have your mind stayed on him, God will bless you with that because it's in the will of God. Amen? That way, listen, tomorrow a folk got off the holiday. But if you will go on to work tomorrow, amen, somebody, knowing that God isn't going to let you get his, get your mind off of him. And so, Lord, I'm asking you right now, Lord, let me keep my mind stayed on you. Amen. Amen, somebody. He's not going to let you move away from him because you belong to God. Amen in here, somebody. So that's why you can go ahead and pray in the midst of uncertainty. That's why you can pray in the midst of conflict in your life. 
That's why you can pray in the midst of turmoil and adversity in your life because you know that your prayer, it will stay on your mind of God and he's going to fill your minds with peace. We need some peace in this world today, amen. But you know what? We also need to allow the Holy Spirit to stay your mind on the Father and the good things that he's given. Amen, somebody? You know, Jesus knew what we needed. And if you think about it, Jesus challenged his disciples. And I believe he challenges us today to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Amen, somebody? Because a mind that has stayed on God, set on the kingdom, is a mind that got some spiritual eyes and some spiritually perceptive ears. So that when you hear God's word being preached and God begins to give a discernment inside of you, you know that God is trying to get you on track and keep you on track so that you may honor him in your life. Amen. Is anybody ready to give God praise and to honor him? Amen. Listen to me. So the first step to receive peace is to have your mind stayed on God. That's what the word says. Have your mind stayed on God. But there's a second step to receive peace. Anybody want peace? Can I ask, does anybody really want peace? Amen. Amen. In this life that we're living? There's a second step to receive peace. That is, you have to have your heart filled with trust. Somebody say faith. Amen. Because faith throughout the Bible is a gift of the Spirit. Amen, somebody. It's not produced in us. That faith is not. You know, I like to say, Pastor Paul, that God gives us a, a little starter kit of faith when, we, when we're born. Amen. We don't have it ourselves, but God gives it to us. Amen. And God gives us faith so that we don't have to miss out on the blessings that God has in store for us. Amen. You see, the people of Judah, they trusted in human leaders and not in the Lord. And you know what happened? They ended up losing their peace. Amen. Their peace was broken when they started to depend on people to provide what only God can provide. Amen. Listen to me. People were never meant to be our sources of security. We all the time relying on somebody else. You know, I, I need so-and-so to do this for me. I need so-and-so to do that for me. I need this one to do this for me. I need that one to do that for me. Amen. And when we demand that people meet our needs, we get disappointed in them because they can't do it. Amen. Listen to me. Peace comes from having a disciplined life of prayer. Somebody say prayer. And knowing that God is the one that can help you. Amen, somebody. Because when you are trusting in the sovereign God, which means who has all power in his hands. Amen. That means that you got to leave the results to him. We go to God asking for some stuff. Amen. And, and a lot of times we ask for some things that's not in the will of God. Amen. And then we get mad at God when he don't give it. We ought to thank God that he doesn't give us uh, all these things that we want. Amen. Has anybody ever had a time in your life where you asked God, you wanted something so badly, just uh, hounding God about it, and, and you knew really in your heart you didn't need it. And so God said, all right, you want to keep on, we'll give it to you. And how did it work out for you? Amen. Didn't work out well for you. Amen. We got to leave the results to him, church. And guess what? Real success in this life means living without the worry and care that comes from trying to control everything in your life. Because sometimes we like to control everything. We want to be in charge of everything. We want to do everything on our own. We don't want anybody to tell us what to do. We're going to run around telling everybody that I'm in charge. 
If you want the answers, you want to get it done, come and see me. How many of you know that don't work out for you? Amen in here, somebody. We need to have a heart that's filled with trust and a heart that's filled with faith. Amen, somebody. Here's a third step to receive peace, and that is you've got to accept God's strength. You have to accept the strength. I want you to listen again to what verse 4 says that's up there. Amen. Verse 4. Amen. It says again, verse 4, it says, trust in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is what? It is everlasting strength. And the Hebrew word meaning of trust, amen, is that we got to lean on. I want to know this morning, has anybody been leaning on the Lord? Amen in here, somebody. I got to tell you, I've learned to lean on him more and more lately, and I've learned on to lean on him in my life. And you know what? You know what I found out, Reverend Tola? I found out that God's reliable. I found out that he'll hold you and he'll pick you up when you stumble. And I found out that when you're weak, that God will make you strong. I found out that he stays on your mind and so that you can take those very things that will rob you of your peace and say, Lord, please help me. One of the things that I believe we don't do is that we don't ask the Lord for some help. I don't need any help. I don't need anybody to do anything for me. How many of you found out that when you call on the Lord for help, that God is able to do some things that man said is impossible to do? When you stop for a minute and think about how good God has been, when you think about how far the Lord has brought you, when you think about the goodness of God and all that he's done in your life, when you think about that it was God who woke you up this morning, when you think about it was God who started you on your way, when you think about that you didn't make it here all by yourself, when you think about that it was God who was directing you, when you think about how good God has been in your life situation, when I stopped for a minute and began to look back over my life, when I stopped for a minute and began to think about how good God is, when I stopped for a minute and began to look at how good God has been for me, all I can do is just stand and put my hands in the air and begin to give God praise and say, thank you, God, for all of your blessings. Amen. I can't have peace without the Lord in my life. And if the Lord has done something for you, and if God has blessed you, and if God made a way out of no way for you, and if the Lord has lifted you up, and God has made a way just for you, then we ought to give God praise, and we ought to say, thank you, Jesus, for all of your blessings. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him some praise. Let's give the Lord some praise. Thank God for all of his blessings. Thank God for his grace and for his mercy. Thank God for his understanding and compassion. Thank God for being God all by himself. Come on, let's put our hands together and give God praise. Hallelujah. Stand with me today. I believe that we're standing this morning. If we ask God, Lord, give me perfect peace. God's willing today. And the peace that God can give you, the world can't take away. Anybody need God's peace today? I said, does anybody need God's peace today? God's perfect peace. There may be some here today who are wrestling in their spirit. They're concerned about the things of the world and all of what's going on. You've been wrestling because there's a lack of peace in your heart.
can remove all that discomfort, all of this concerning things that are going on. And all you got to do is invite him into your heart and say, Lord, come into my heart and to make my heart brand new. There may be someone here today and you don't know Jesus and the pardoning of your sins. And today is the day that the Lord is speaking just to you. He's saying, come to me just as you are. I'm willing and I'm able to take your burdens on my shoulders and leave them there. If the Lord is speaking to you today and you don't know Jesus personally in the parting of your sins, we invite you and encourage you to give your heart and your life over. Amen. As our deacons go down the aisle, they got their arms outstretched. They're inviting and encouraging you to come just as you are. To say to God, God, I am a sinner and I'm in need of a Savior. And if you pray and ask God to come in, God will come in and he will sup with you. And he can change your life. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, come today just as you are. Maybe you live in this community and you've been searching for a church home. God is speaking just to you. We open our hearts, our, our arms, the doors of this church for you to come and unite in fellowship. Amen. If there's one here today and the Lord is speaking just to you, just come today. In the beginning of this new year, amen. God would certainly love to have you here and we would as well. Amen. Is there one? Those who are watching by live stream, if the Lord is speaking just to you, come today. You can reach out to us by e-blast, email, all kinds of different social ways. Amen. We have so many ways, but you can call. Just reach out to us. We would be happy to disciple you. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, let's give God praise.
for our Second Baptist members, please stay with us so we can take the Christmas season down. Amen. All of our men and young men who are here, we're Sister Lois. Raise your hand, Sister Lois. They'll give you, and Sister Palestine will give you some instructions on where everything is at to box it up. Amen, somebody. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come together, and we thank you for uh, all what has been done in your name. And so we just give you praise and thanks. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May he make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace, both now and forevermore. Let the church say, Amen. God bless you. Listen, be careful in the weather for today. Amen.